0: It's time for the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. And now your hosts, Rob Roberts and Shane. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. My name is Rob Roberts and with me, as always, say hello to Shane. Shane. Hello. Hi, Shane. How you doing? I'm fine. Yeah? Tired. We're yeah.
1: not recording on our normal day or time.
0: No, this is a Monday night, kind of later at night. Usually we do these on weekend mornings, but it's just the way we worked out. Um, no guests this week because we're actually just kind of doing a shorter show. There isn't as much news going on in the mainline games, but um, I'm going to be off to a big convention in Atlanta called Dragon Con. I'm sure many of you have heard of it. And so we wanted to do a little something to put out there on the feed because with me being gone all Labor Day weekend... It might be a little while without a show otherwise.
1: Yeah, so like what, one week maybe?
0: Maybe. Well, I don't know. I won't be back till Monday, so we couldn't tape anything this weekend. So, Yeah,
1: so just one week of no show, yeah, yeah. which is fine. But if
0: we didn't do a show this week, then that would have been two weeks of no show. That's a long time.
1: Is it? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it is.
0: <laughs> well, also, we got to talk about... I'm sure people want to know the follow-up. So, so no guests tonight because it's just us uh, with a shorter show. But um, I'm sure people are wondering about the trip to Pokemon World Championships, even though... We didn't have badges, we didn't get in, but we yeah. got we 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 went into the lobby. Yeah, went into the lobby. <laughs> some people, That's true. Some people unfortunately paid thousands of dollars to fly out there and had the same experience.
1: They sit in the lobby and watch uh, the matches on a TV or a few TVs provided, I assume, yeah. by the Pokemon company. It's pretty sad, but also like I would have just been fine sitting there watching, <laughs> personally. I think part
0: of me kind of thinks you wanted to stay instead of going off to round one. Like no, because
1: round one was super fun. <laughs>
0: so, And you, the entire... By the way, so you guys know, I was driving. Somehow I got talked into driving all around. That's
1: because you have a fancy new car. Or
0: whatever. But um, Pokemon Worlds is in San Francisco, and then San Jose is where round one is. and There's still a good hour distance between them. Yeah. So the entire drive... Two Worlds, which is about a 90-minute drive, from Worlds to San Jose, Uh, Shane has the uh, iPhone on Twitch watching what's going on. Not the entire time. Uh, Just come on. No, no. Come on. The
1: reason why I didn't do it the entire time was because I was waiting until I didn't have battery on my 3DS so I couldn't play Pokemon (laughs) anymore. So I was like, okay, I was starting to ration it out. For when I should start like watching the show or the matches instead, but then it turned into just watching the matches after a little
0: while. Well, especially when it got into the stuff. I mean, I think that was more when they were doing the trading card stuff, which I know you're a little more like, okay, oh, yeah, eh, trading
1: eh. cards cool. I, you know, I play it a little bit. I have the app on my iPad. I, I mean, it is fun to me, but it's not like main series game right. fun to me. So watching the matches can be interesting, but I don't. I just don't get the same excitement. As I do from watching the VGC,
0: but when the video game championships were on, that oh, was that's that's yeah, it. I'm, that was I'm it. glued. To I got it. to listen. Yeah. I didn't really get to see, but, but I got to listen to it. I don't think,
1: like, watching it was much different than listening. Mm-hmm. Like, you still have to know what's going on. I could have just been listening and been fine. It's just like watching for me. I don't fully understand every little part of baseball i'm fairly well versed so i can watch a game and be super excited and love it but if i can't watch the game i can either watch the play-by-play on the internet where they don't show you what's going on they just kind of list what happened or i can listen to it and i'm still good so with pokemon i can do the same thing i don't know every little intricate detail about competitive battling but i know enough where if i'm listening to it i can still understand like, oh, that was a crazy thing that just happened.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, the commentators for Worlds did a, a really good job. You know, like when they would get enthusiastic, I would feel that as well, even though yeah. I've admitted on this show I'm more of a casual Pokemon fan, but this definitely got me... You've
1: only got a couple months to beat that game. More,
0: This got me... More, yeah, I know, with Sun and Moon coming out. Uh, this got me a little more excited about it. It really did. the The enthusiasm was contagious. Well, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the whole reason why you wanted to go with no badge was because the Pokemon Center... Which was literally just one room in the hotel Mm -hmm. was open to the public. Yes. Which apparently had had some crazy lines when they first opened. Yeah,
1: so I found out Friday that they were open to the public, for sure. Apparently, they have actually been open to the public since that Thursday. So the lady, when we were done checking out, um, told me that on Thursday, the line to even get in, just into the little area, three hours. So...
0: That's crazy.
1: I would have waited seven hours. I know you hours. would you,
0: you were prepared to wait that anyway, yeah. that Saturday. Yeah. But we walked right in. Yeah. We didn't really have much of a problem. And there was plenty of the uh, Pikachu San Francisco... Yeah,
1: I... I and I, I don't bought know why one. I was surprised because I was like, oh, it's it's like the main thing for Worlds. They always have a Pikachu. It's going to be gone. No, they had like bags and bags, and they had the Meowth. And, they were stocked. They were yeah, well stocked for yeah, it. They, so it, props to them. Yeah, and I know some things did run out, though. I heard them talking. Um, I got a Pikachu as well because I was like my main goal was to get that Pikachu that has the San Francisco trolley on it. Um, I also got a T-shirt. I only – okay, so – They had other things there that weren't worlds related, just that you could normally get through like the Pokemon Center online. So I almost got a duot plush because I love Oshawa and his entire line. Like they're probably my favorite if I have to say that I have a favorite. Um, But I was like, you know what? I can just get it online later. It's not that big of a deal. So instead of Duat, so I got a shirt, Pikachu and a beanie. And they all have like the worlds colors, logos, writing on it. So I was pretty pleased.
0: I got the Pikachu and the Meowth. I didn't and... get the
1: Meowth. I was really torn. I was like, should I get the Meowth? But it doesn't say worlds on it. I mean it doesn't say San Francisco. I, 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 I liked pass. it, so
0: I got it. And then, uh, unlike you, who pa- I, I did get a coffee cup that you can probably get online, but I wanted to bring Alan back something, and he's a big coffee drinker, and so mm. I thought, oh, that would be a cute thing to bring back. So Even though I could have got it online, I was like, what the heck? Live Living in the moment. Spontaneous purchase.
1: Yeah, and then uh, my friend Tyler got an Axew.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think he got anything worlds. I don't think he got a Pikachu, did he? Or did... I don't remember seeing him pick one up. No. I can't remember if he
1: got a Pikachu, but then he also got a uh, Pokemon 20 baseball tea it was oh, really yeah. cute but again it's <sighs> yeah, not worlds that. related so he could have got that online so I was like just wait he's like but if I do I'm not gonna remember to go get it later I was like fine <laughs> but it's not worlds
0: <laughs> well so um what was did you catch any of the ambience the people around or whatever to me it was just kind of like a busy hotel I didn't really see people battling in I the I saw halls people or on,
1: the, on like their systems and
0: I if, didn't get a lot of street passes either which surprised me
1: I didn't even check I haven't checked my street passes in like seven months. So I only have 10 people from like seven months ago. Um, no, I thought the atmosphere was very inviting. Like at any convention, cause you can kind of consider this a convention. Um, you've got kind of like the annoying people that are loud and abrasive. I didn't, s- I mean, we weren't on the floor. We were only on the outside and in the store, but everybody kind of seemed to be like, just chill. And I liked that. So, um, I don't even know if that answers the question you had because I forgot what it was. I, th- I
0: think you're fine. Um, so I don't know what else we can really say about worlds from our perspective because, again, sadly we couldn't. They need actually... to
1: reopen it to the public. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think they will next year. I think this was a preventative measure because of the popularity of Go, but I think that will, you know, decrease in time and. They won't be as worried.
0: Well, they announced next year is Anaheim, right? Yes. Well, if they use that convention center in Anaheim, that place is gigantic, so they would have plenty of space. So I was I was really surprised, personally, that this hotel that they did uh, the the World Championships at was right across the street from Moscone Center. Where they had which the PlayStation is, Experience. And TwitchCon. Yeah. You know, they have big... I think Apple does some big stuff there, usually. Yeah. Like, this is... It's a pretty... I was really surprised. Like, why didn't Pokemon World Championship take that space, and they could have fit all the people they wanted to in there. It's surprising.
1: I think part of it, and this might not even really be legitimately a reason, but you know, this is just done by Pokemon company. This is not done by Nintendo. So they don't have that big like Mm. cash pile to draw upon. Mm. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see where it's at. I, you know, if I looked it up, I didn't bring my iPad tonight, so I only have my phone, but I wonder if they've announced the venue for, Mm. um, worlds in anaheim next year which i am like I'm, i've am i made it a mission that i will get to worlds to go just at least see it and to do that you know if it's like this year i'm gonna have to compete so i'm gonna start competing in the next one
0: well let's talk about that a little bit because i wanted to get into that so you've decided you want to actually take up the competitive pokemon scene in the video games
1: yeah and i don't expect to be good or remotely good i mean like i did the invitation the the whatever June online competition or July or June online competition they had just so I could get a shiny Mewtwo. And I did no training and I just threw Pokemon in that I've seen in like tournaments or ones I like, and they weren't even all level 50. So none of them were a hundred. So they were really severely, um, you know, at a disadvantage, but I won one of my five matches I played and that's all I cared about. I thought that was pretty cool. So, I just want to make it to Worlds. I don't care if I win anything. If I can qualify to even get into Day One of Worlds, that would be enough of an accomplishment for me.
0: Well, I was joking too that you know in your in your low thirties you'd be one of the older competitors there if you got pretty far. Although there's par- there's parents that seem to do it with their kids. It's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I don't care. I mean, no, and you should. You should yeah.
0: just you know I would like to give you a hard time about that, but uh, I think it'd be really cool. Good luck. Uh, what do you think, though, about the fact that, you know, Anaheim, all things considered, considering they've held the world's event all throughout the world, what, Boston, Hawaii, Vancouver, uh, Vancouver uh, I'm Vancouver. Anaheim is relatively close, same state, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a six-hour drive, but still, I, I was kind of surprised that that's, all things considered, it's not that far from where they just had it.
1: Yeah, it's really weird to me um, that they didn't at least change coasts or go to a different country, but I wonder... If no, I, I really don't know. I have no idea why they picked there. But Anaheim's
0: also a really cheap convention city. Anaheim and Vegas are like two of your cheapest convention cities. So really, that could be part of the reason. Hmm. Well, yeah, there's so many hotels because uh, um um uh, Disneyland and you know BlizzCon does their thing there, and Disney does uh, several conventions there. So you know Anaheim's set up pretty good for conventions. You know, so. I just
1: all I care about is I want to see the theme. Like, this was trolley-themed, clearly. Yeah, what
0: can they do for Anaheim? Because obviously they can't riff on Disney. The the picture when they
1: announced Anaheim was, like, one of those Surfer VW vans with a surfboard on top.
0: Oh, okay, so maybe it'll kind of go with the your Southern California stereotype yeah. stuff, maybe. Okay, that might be cute. Surfer Pikachu or something. Actually, right.
1: you know, we have the surfing Raichu now. So.
0: Ah, that's, maybe, maybe that'll be it. I like that. All right, um, so I guess let's talk a little bit about news, unless there's anything else you want to say about Worlds. No, I'm I'm just
1: trying to see if there's anything about 2017
0: right now. So, no, I'm good. Um, Before, now, really, the only game that had Oh,
1: well, we should say congratulations to to Wolfie Click, Mm -hmm. because he crushed it in the final uh, match of the Masters video game competition. That was really fun to watch. I was super happy for him. Wolf is, like, an awesome competitor from everything I've seen, and he got some... Some drama happening from some annoying online presences. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, being accused of cheating and stuff like that. Oh, but he geez. won, so who cares? So... I like the
0: bromance stories. Oh, there, yeah, so, so yeah. We,
1: we can't not
0: talk about that.
1: So <laughs> him and Marcus, I don't remember his last name. I follow them both on Twitter, but Marcus is a German player. They must be like besties or something or boyfriends. And... um like they had this pokeball pendant and it was split in half and one was holding the other or each one had a piece of it and it was just like super adorable. And then like Wolf posted like a picture of just the pendant to his Twitter and everybody was like, Oh, I wish, you know, I had somebody that loved me like that. I was (laughs) like, this is the best. Nobody seemed to care. And, um, they even had the exact same teams, which was really interesting. So, Hmm. They almost got to the point where they would have had to fight each other too at the very end, but mm. marcus lost would that have been so. would that
0: have been difficult for you to watch?
1: Oh, there have been so much crying on everybody's <laughs> side
0: <laughs> maybe next year, maybe next year yeah um okay, so uh most of the news this week around Pokemon go, but I wanted to you, you said there was a small thing you wanted to talk about with the mainline games yeah the Cinemoon, um, right?
1: and this comes from Cerebi, because Cerebi is an awesome source for news uh, i don't know how Joe does it. Joe was at. worlds and that would have been cool to like get to meet somebody like that i know it's kind of ridiculous but um i guess in japan there is going to be uh the pokemon sun and moon moon official guidebook and it's going to come with a serial code which kind of bums me out that they're still doing serial codes i really do not like serial codes um for a, a gold bottle cap redemption if you have been following sun and moon we've talked about this before but bottle caps are what you use to do hyper training where you can increase the IVs of Pokemon. We have confirmation now because of this that the gold ones will raise all the IVs of a Pokemon to max. So instead of just picking your attack stat or you know your um, your speed, you've got all of them boosting to max from that. So that's going to be really coveted. And I wonder if we're going to miss out not being in Japan on a lot of cool serial codes that will help us train like that. Because um, I know we miss out on a lot of distributions. Uh, any region that is not Japan gets kind of the shaft with j- distributions.
0: Huh. And uh, I wonder how that affects the competitive play because, you know, obviously you want to have tip top IVs for your Pokemon. I mean, you just have to grind the right one, I suppose.
1: Yeah. And you're, um, I'm sure that there'll be other ways to to get these bottle caps, but I wonder if that's not going to lead people to do a lot of hacking Uh, of duping those bottle cap items to just pop them in your Pokemon and go. So there's that. There's also right now for the European players, a special Meowth um, that I already forget. I mean, it's special in the fact that it's a distribution, but it's also like completely random. Uh it's it's uh it has the move Happy Hour, um and you get it through a serial code using happy. And nobody knows really why this is going on right now, but it is. So if you're in Europe you can get a special Meowth.
0: Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations, Europe. You yep. did good. Well, let's talk about uh, what's going on in Pokemon Go because there was, since our last episode, another version update. This is a few days old at this point that we're recording the show because this came out like right after our last episode. But there was a new update to Pokemon Go. And speaking of IVs, um, it's kind of incorporated that to make that – I mean – People figured out that that was actually in Pokemon Go and did affect the Pokemon in that game, but it was kind of hidden. You know, you had to kind of know like what the numbers were, and people were coming up with spreadsheets and stuff. Well, now in this new update, the biggest thing that they did is that they actually have added an appraisal system. So, and the nice thing about that is that it works those trainers that you selected in the beginning back into the game. So you can actually talk to. Blanche, Spark, Candela Ooh. to actually figure out how effective your Pokemon is.
1: Can I stop for a yeah. second? Okay. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention about the main games because how dare of... you? Well, because of the time we're recording this, um, by the time this goes up, when's this going to go
0: up? Probably tonight or tomorrow morning.
1: Okay. So not by the time you hear this, but a few days after you hear this, um, just as a reminder, on the Nintendo network in America, if you have Pokemon XY, Ruby, or Sapphire you can download Victini. Victini is our mythical Pokemon for September, and you have from the 1st to the 24th to get it.
0: Okay. That's it. Okay. Can I talk about Go now? Yes, yeah, so you can talk
1: about <laughs> naming your Pokemon penis so you can see, like... Uh. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay, never mind. This I is just, supposed to be the clean show. I didn't say anything bad. No, I know, I know. It it's, just, it's anatomy, it's anatomy. Yeah. But yeah, no, people are clearly uh, naming their Pokemon very obscene things just to get those screenshots of. Your, hmm, is so big. I'm so impressed. Or I've know, never seen a, one smaller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things like <laughs> that. So, I think everybody's gotten that out of their system. At least I hope so. I think I've seen every meme possible on Facebook and Twitter at this point. Ha ha. But what do you think about that system being kind of now in Pokemon Go a little more transparent where we can actually, you know, size up the Pokemon and know if you have like a a more powerful one, you know, what's worth keeping and what's not? Because admittedly, in the beginning, I had no idea this IV stuff was in there. So, I was just like, if it's low CP. Off to the candy factory with you, and I yeah. just evolved the one with the highest CP. But now I'm like, oh crap, maybe I shouldn't have done that.
1: But not for you does it really matter because you. I don't, don't really, You're right. I don't, don't do, do do the, do the gym. stuff. Yeah. Well, I
0: might want to later.
1: Yeah, but by then you just go catch a different one. Are you always going to hang on to like your first Pikachu that said that it was it has really good IVs? No. Yes. Why no. wouldn't I? No, because I'm just you're right. just throw it away. So. Um, I think it's a great idea. How could you throw Pikachu away easily? I don't like Pikachu, except my <gasps> world's Pikachu. Um, you can't just throw away. I I think it's a great idea, and I'm glad they're adding more depth to the game. But they still need to add like the depth that matters. Like this is only for gym battling, which is still not in the best spot. So don't update the little technical side until you've got the base solved is how I feel. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, Now, uh, they also did some behind-the-scenes fix. That was really the only big thing that was out there for everybody to see. They've also tweaked some things behind the scenes, but they haven't really said what that is yet. Now, some data miners have gone in and found out that, oh, apparently there's different types of incense in the game that's showing up. We don't know what that's going to do yet. Uh, perhaps lure different types of Pokemon, or you know, we we theorize perhaps maybe this is how Gen Two would work into the game at some point. Who knows? But uh, it does appear there are some other changes coming that are just a little more transparent at this time. So um, also worth noting uh, the nearby tracker in San Francisco, which we got to play around with a little bit. We got to see that emotion since we were in San Francisco for Worlds. Yeah. We got yeah. to use that. I like it. I mean, it's. I think it kind of gives that thing that everybody was loving about PokeVision where it actually shows you where to go. Like it actually puts that in the game and I thought it was very fluid with the way the graphics work. There's, I, I'm like, wow, there's nothing like this in Ingress. This is kind of cool. So um, yeah, what did you think of that when you saw that motion? I still
1: am of the mindset where I think that's great for some people, but for people like me, it makes
0: the game worse. What? Why do you say because worse? Because I like hunting. Like, hunting the Pokemon. It seems like, though, it's still like a little half and half. Like, that just shows you...
1: it shows you, like, what Pokestop you need to be around, basically. Yeah. But that's not the same as, okay, I'm standing right here, and there is... The hot and cold game. Yes. I'd much rather play that.
0: All right. There's a lot of people that still miss that. We'll see. We'll see if they... They decide to change that in the future. Um, another story about Pokemon Go that's really been everywhere on social media because everybody likes to, you know, oh, it's, it's dying. Pokemon Go is dying. It's gone. And uh, there's a story going around out there about how Pokemon Go, the usage of the game, has seemed to have declined a little bit. Um, obviously, no official numbers are put out there, so they have to rely on third-party sites. I thought sites, we talked about this last week. Such as SurveyMonkey. I think it came up on OLR, but not on this show. Oh. Um, I know the confusion of doing multiple shows. Well, uh, well, I think there actually was like another study. I think that there's actually like two different studies or whatever, oh, okay. but regardless, I don't want to dwell on this too much. More information is out there that shows that Pokemon may be down from 40 million people to 30 million people. And again, I would say, what's the big deal? Um, of course th- things are going to go up and down. And I think this game is still huge. I don't think Candy Crush has these types of numbers still or anything else on the phone. So nope. this is still kind of the cell phone game out there right now. Um, but I, I think thirty million is still a very uh, a good number to be proud of. So um, now uh, some other stuff: how Pokemon Go affects other things. Uh, there is a bill uh, that's been proposed in California that will ban Pokemon Go while driving. Which I mean seems kind of like obvious that that should that, already be a thing. No,
1: it's not even that. It's it's redundant because you can't be on your phone while you're driving. So,
0: well, here's the thing. actually that's the it, it's kind of a loophole in the law because the law right now bans texting and driving, but they don't necessarily ban other types of distracted driving. So they're looking for something that's going to ban other types of distractions. What I think is important about this is that a lot of the media is saying that, oh, it's banning Pokemon Go. But the way I understand the bill, I think the media is just using that because, again, even with the decline, Pokemon Go is still popular. It seems like the the bill doesn't call out Pokemon Go. The bill prohibits using a handheld device ...in any way that distracts from driving. Okay. So... So That's what the bill is doing.
1: But even so, I feel like it still feels redundant. I know... Well, I guess since it's law, like, it has to be that specific... But I already felt that, like, that was I, really the case anyway. You're right.
0: When I heard about it, I was like, I thought that was already the law. But, you know, the reports continue that there is a loophole that has made it difficult for law enforcement to enforce existing laws. In 2014, the California Court of Appeals ruled that the ban only prohibits a driver from holding a wireless telephone while talking on it. So they're just making the law more strict is what they're doing.
1: Mm. Yeah. I don't really see a difference. It's not going to stop anybody.
0: And no, and it's not. And I do know people that play Pokemon Go while driving and I used to. But
1: got, that was when I was playing Pokemon Go. Oh my Go.
0: god, you got to be you can't do that. I mean, if you're stopped at a light or something, that's one thing, I guess, but you're not no, really supposed to do I it even then. Didn't. Well, it wasn't just when I was doing that. How do you how do you even catch the damn things going that fast? Like just you're uh, it was
1: never like when I was driving super fast. It was just like like side streets on roads like <sighs> Like going to work and stuff. Shame
0: like on that. you. Whatever. Send us some tweets and publicly shame Shane. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter.com slash Pokestop Podcast. Um, also apparently Niantic is actually reversing some of the bans we talked about last week so uh, on the last episode we talked about mm-hmm. that oh it looks like Niantic is finally cracking down and banning some users that was
1: today right that they talked about that, that actually or yesterday?
0: Ju- yeah just a few hours before we were recording Niantic actually came out and clarified some of the stuff that's been going on with bans and uh, they wrote a blog post where they actually said they were issuing bans based on whether the players were using tools that broke the terms of services this included third party map tools and so forth, Uh, and it started aggressively using the bans about two weeks ago. Um, But uh, some accounts were associated with using the add-on map tools, leading to confusion by some users about why they were banned. This is a small subset of the accounts banned, so they are going back through to reinstate players who didn't know that they violated the terms of service. So they are going back on some of the bans and some of the people that believe they were wrongfully banned, essentially.
1: That's, That's a good move on their part. I mean, not to sound super negative about, but they do need good publicity yeah. often because they don't generate it themselves with what they do and mm-hmm. what they don't, like, communicate very well. So nice that they are looking into cases and,
0: you know. Yeah, I wish they do that in Ingress. Oh, no. They don't care
1: about that game as much now.
0: Apparently, not. Well, even though there was a huge, you know, we had our first anomaly series in Ingress over the week. Well, not our first, but, you know, our, probably, I think our first big one since the launch of Pokemon Go. Uh, but my understanding is that Pokemon Go didn't play into it at all. I mean, the only some people would play that in between waiting for things to happen in Ingress, but uh, that was really it. They didn't do anything on an official capacity. I'm still really curious to see what live events for Pokemon Go entail. We will we, we'll never
1: know. It's going to be like, we're going to be on Gen 3 in the game, and then they're going to have their first event for like a I, Ultras or something. I
0: think they're going to have to give away Mew and Mew too, well before they get to Gen 3. So, uh, yeah, I'm very curious to see how live events play out. But that is all I have for Pokemon Go. So that that's really it for our news this week. Cool. So.
1: Yeah, it wasn't very big in news-wise. I mean, I think it's interesting... Because you know, I talk more about the main games that uh, Japan still has not put up a trailer for the new Pokemon yet. They do keep adding, oops, more Pokemon to their website, mm. but no, no, uh, no reveal trailers, no new Pokemon in- introduction trailers. It's it's getting weird.
0: You know, this is a big convention weekend, not just, you know, Dragon Con, but there's lots of conventions in other cities. Another big one, of course, is Penny Arcade Expo, which in the past Nintendo has showed up to. This doesn't really count as are- Nintendo. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess more the I But no chance we'll see anything at Penny Arcade Expo, you think?
1: Nope. I no? don't think so. Yeah. Um, not in the least. Well, I don't want to say that because, I mean, there was the Gamescom reveal. Gamescom is just a random convention, so... I mean, PAX could have something. I just don't expect it.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Because
1: Gamescom is, like, for an entire continent. PAX is for, like... Was it PAX East this time, or is it just regular PAX? It's regular pa- PAX. Prime so it's or just basically it. for the Northwest. Yeah.
0: Yeah, or original PAX, whatever. Yeah. So, Which is more of a... I, I don't know. It's more of a commercialized convention that isn't really industry anyway. So, Because the PAX people sold it years ago to the um, events people, and now it's mm-hmm. just this whole other thing. So... Anyway, um well that is going to do it for another episode of the Pokestop podcast. really
1: we didn't even talk about like our weeks or anything like that. Do you we, want to talk about the you shinies? Keep
0: skipping that. Do you do you want to talk about
1: shinies? Yeah, I thought you were like,
0: yeah, let's do a short episode, let's do it. No, All my right. clothes are still washing. Tell us about tell us about your shiny adventures. So,
1: if I I have not updated my iPad, so I can't remember the exact number I was on, it's either on seventy. we didn't do
0: it cuz he was totally unprepared no, to discuss. 78
1: it. or 79 is where I was at last time we talked. I should be up to either um, 82 or 83 at this point because of that. Because I caught four shinies. I got two Floettes, one Spritzy, and a Sandshrew. So I'm still like kind of on my way to my 100 goal by Sun and Moon. So I'm very excited about that. Also, yesterday I had Thanksgiving randomly with a couple of my friends. I, I don't know why. We just had Even Thanksgiving. It's August. Yeah, we just had Thanksgiving. It was fun. It's, be thankful any day. Um, and one of their kids, like their kids love video games and, um, she's like kind of into Pokemon. Like she'll watch her, her parents play on the phone and she saw me playing it. And she wanted to see Pikachu, but I'm shiny hunting. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go to a, a friend's safari that has a Pikachu in it. And we're looking. And she was getting so upset that we weren't finding a shiny Pikachu. I was like, oh. She's like, can I play? I'm like, sure. So I taught her how to shiny farm for me. And she was getting like upset when it wasn't a shiny. Oh. And she did it for like 30 minutes You are for teaching me. children. I am basically making a shiny sweatshop. <laughs> right? <laughs> You are it was pretty awful. amazing, no, it was she was having fun. It's not like like if she didn't want to do it, and um like she was getting kind of the hang of Pokemon. I mean she's only like four, and she's like I taught her how to like move around through the grass, and then when she'd run into a Pokemon, she knew like when she should run away, and I was like, you want to make it faint, and she's like, yeah, so we would like when she'd get upset that it wasn't a shiny Pikachu. She'd hit attack, and she's like, which color should I pick? Because, you know, the attacks have different colors. And she was really enjoying it, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so there's that. And also, not really part of this, but, like, the more I see it, the more it's just, like, calling out to me. Nintendo did announce an ugly new color 3DS today. Like, it's super ugly, everybody. If you haven't seen it, it's the Galaxy one. It looks really, really bad. But... I'm getting into it because I can pretend it is a Pokemon moon themed system. It's the right color scheme. But it is really ugly. Really ugly. And the box art hurts my eyes. It's just so bad. But it could be moon themed. So it will probably be purchased. A must have. Yes. It uses like the insides of the blue system, and then it has an ugly decal thing on the top. And then people say the bottom is purple. Did you see? You saw it, right? Is I did. It, is that right? It's
0: purple. Yeah, it looks like it.
1: Okay, so it is different than the blue Japanese system I have. Like, it's fifty percent different. So I could justify it. But okay, that's my Pokemon week. What about your Pokemon week? You didn't play anything Pokemon. Well, that was uh, easy.
0: Lies. I play Pokemon Go. Okay, but I just got an execute in the backyard. Like, not not even just before you got here. Okay,
1: but you need to play that game on your 3ds wherever your 3ds is.
0: All right, I'll think about it.
1: You've only got like 80-some days left.
0: <laughs> um, we didn't get any emails this week, sadly. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess you guys are just... Qu- Is anybody listening to this show? I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we do get comments at vognetwork.com. So I know at least we got a few people listening. But um, uh, you can always email us, pokestoppodcast, all one word, at com. We did get a tweet, so I'll go ahead and do that since A-tweet. you wanted to make okay. this a full show. Uh, we have a tweet from Kidman Project wanting to know, what's your favorite with a U? Because he's overseas. What's your favorite... Mm-hmm. Well,
1: Canadians use use. They're not overseas. Well,
0: I know Rob Kidman's overseas. So, Uh, what's your favorite released region and Pokemon from it?
1: Oh, okay. You go first because you won't have an answer except for
0: Hoenn. Okay, because that's the one that I've played the most of the games, and I will say Combusken. Because it's a dirty looking Pokemon. But but that's because it's of a, a evolution of my starter Pokemon. And actually, he's kicked a lot of butt for me mm-hmm. as I've been playing that game. So, ha. Okay.
1: Well, mine would be Unova. Even though I think it's pronounced Unova, but it's stupid. So, Unova. And it would probably be Oshawott. But there are, like, I love that generation. So, there are a lot there that I would put up there as, like, my favorites. But Oshawott, it's just, Oshawott's my boy. <laughs> Alright.
0: So if you want to tweet us some questions for a future episode, Pokestop Podcast on Twitter, and thanks so much everybody for listening. We do appreciate it. You know it. who's not, my boy?
1: Poplio, especially if that leaked Final Evolution's true.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll find out in the coming days. They gotta mm-hmm. announce it soon.
1: No, they don't. They they've never that I know of announced the final evolution. Like you get really? the middle evolution. And then you find out the final evolution as you're playing the game, and then later, obviously, they'll have merchandise for the finals.
0: But really, they I thought they did announce it in advance previously. I thought for mm-hmm. X and Y they did. Mm-mm. Not that I remember. I'm
1: pretty sure like we got the middle evolutions like a couple months before the release, so we actually should be getting the middle evolutions pretty soon. Okay, um, since we're three months less than three months away, Well, that's something. So,
0: all right. Well, we are really going to finish this time. Shane's not allowed to say anymore. So, good night, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Pokestop Podcast. We will see you next time. Have a great Labor Day um, if you're here in the states. If you're overseas, have a great weekend while we're away at conventions. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time. Away at Thanks for listening to the Pokestop Podcast. The Pokestop Podcast is an OLR Studios production. For more information on our network of other geek culture shows, visit VOGNetwork.com.